Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, and welcome to Off The Beat and Track podcast with me, Stu Whiffin. Hope you're all well. I hope you've been enjoying the series so far. Um, if you're new to this podcast, um, you've missed lots of goodness already. So go and have a little look on Acast or iTunes or whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on because you've missed lots of other good guests. So go and uh, have a little rummage around. Um, today's guest is Mr. Rich Wilson. Rich Wilson is a award-winning comedian and ruddy bloody nice bloke and massive music fan. Um, Rich lives in Leon C in Essex, just up the road from me. So he ventured over to the Whiffin on a Saturday afternoon for uh, a couple of light hours, and and we we got in, we got into it. We we had a really good time. Uh, it was a really really good fun chat. And Richie's bright, articulate, and very knowledgeable about his music. And I know you're going to enjoy it. So I'm I'm not going to say too much more. Um, just a big thanks to my producer, 76, for putting this together. Um, thanks to Brad Acton that does all the video content you can see on the social media platforms. Um, and like I say, we're on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can go over there and follow off the Beat and Track podcast and you'll find other little bits and bobs to have a, have a little look about on over there. Um, Big shout out to Mr. Chris Glasson, my uh, partner in crime on the Hardcore Listing podcast, which is out every Monday on the Distraction Pieces Network, um, as is this and so many other good podcasts for you to go and enjoy. So go and have a look over there. And what I will say, if you like the tracks that Rich picks, then we have a playlist over on Spotify. Head over there. Search Off The Beat and Track Podcast, Rich Wilson, and it'll pop up. If not, go on to the social media platforms I mentioned, and I'll put the links on them. So you can just one click straight through and have a listen to all the glorious music that Rich has chosen uh, to soundtrack this podcast and to soundtrack a, a, you know, a big chat about his creative journey and his life. Enjoy it, people, and I'll, I'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs> It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whiffin. So we are recording. We are in the Whiffin. It's a not. It was a sunny afternoon, but it's not so sunny now uh, on a Saturday. And I'm joined today by Rich Wilson. Hello. Right? Here we are. Yeah, good man. It's nice to be back in your in your in your pub shed. 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 It's like, nice though. I can't call it a pub. It's. Uh, it, and, and I always sound like a bit of a wanker if I say like, yeah, I've got like a bar in my garden, like, so it's just a posh shed. <laughs> and it was here already, I didn't build it, it was here already and it was just full of tools and stuff and workbenches and I thought, well, I'm shit at stuff like that, so yeah. let's, let's get rid of that. And uh, so This is why I like you, every time we've spoken, like I mentioned I've got a new car. And you were halfway through, you were sort of going, oh, what I was being it? polite. Yeah, you were being polite and then I kind of went with it as well and then we both realised... Neither of us know what it's all about. <laughs> it's like, because we've got that, we've got that, I don't know, not toxic masculinity, but that kind of men are supposed to communicate in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think we we haven't known each other very long, but I think we realise that we don't have to worry about all that. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't know about tools. We don't know yeah. about cars. I didn't mention the World Cup. I just thought, like, no. every time I think, like, the, the, the every time I think of the World Cup, I just 
can't get that Alan Partridge scene. <laughs> uh, see the match? Which one? Don't know. <laughs> That's me in football. Mate, I've literally this morning been sat, because my Mrs. Jade Adams, uh, she's mutes certain words on Twitter, so you don't, anything with that, with that in it, you won't get a tweet about it. So I spent this morning... Can I'll you mu- do that? Yeah, man. I've just muted World Cup, Russia, <laughs> Pogba, everything. So, in, so I, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not interested. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people moaning about everyone else enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, 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 likewise. Right. I mean, my Twitter's going to be bleak for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> but like you, it's like you kind of, you're brought up a certain way to go, oh, you're supposed to be into this, you're supposed to be that because you're yeah. a bloke. But you and I, we're not like that. Yeah. You know? and, it, and it's something we, we're now, I think only recently, the last few years, we're battling maybe. Well, I think uh, that we can. I've got a city in Gil. I'm a qualified mechanic. <laughs> They just take the, uh, like, so you are right. I'm <laughs> actually a qualified mechanic, which is fucking hilarious, Rich. And 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 the reason being is I didn't. I wasn't any good at art, right? And I wanted to go to this certain college because all the hot girls had done art. There you go. Were there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just signed up for the thing that my dad was a mechanic. So I just thought I'll do that. Yeah. But obviously by then I, I wanted to be a rock star. So I was like, of course, mate. You know, I'll, I'll be a mechanic. Like, you know, I was getting that whole thing. My dad's get a trade, son. Get a trade. Then you can do your your, your silly stuff. And uh, mate, <laughs> and I couldn't. It. I couldn't change a dust cap. I wouldn't know where to start with anything. <laughs> uh, I, I can generally have a bit of a blokey conversation with the mechanic if yeah. I take it somewhere. But if he sort of, I mean, I never know my registration plate. If, pe- <laughs> if people say to me like, you know, oh, what CCs your car? Oh, fuck no, I know. No idea. I know. Like, oh, it's I a know. black one. I know yeah. that. <laughs> right. I like classic cars, and I like like custom cars like on Instagram I follow a lot of people like low riders and yeah. and all these hot rods and things like that but I couldn't tell you the size of the engine yeah. I couldn't tell you what they do I just like the look of them it looks good right yeah, yeah. Oh, that looks really cool I like that so yeah anybody is that we, we were brought up because we were similar ages that you know that, that sort of like you had to get a trade yeah. my mum was always like get a job Right. well what job any job yeah, it, no, it was. Yeah. It, it was exactly that. It was yeah. exactly that. Right, we'll get so, on yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we'll we, get we, on we to you, um, uh, listeners. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, mate, you're I could chat all day. <laughs> when I meet like-minded people, that I don't like football. Oh, that's it. We're mates for life. I'll marry you. <laughs> right. So, um, looks like you've had a a bit of a meltdown trying to get you these down to seven tracks because you've got about nine answers for each question. Mate, this was the hardest <laughs> thing in the world. Being into, I'm massively into music. Been, I've had. I've been surrounded by music since I was a kid. Um, not necessarily musicians, but just my dad was a big... My mum and dad, we always had records on when I was a kid. Right. So there's always been music since before I can remember. I so, want to discuss yeah. that later as well. Yeah. That, that, that'll all feature. Um, what I should say is the first series is about um, Essex. and Okay. Um, you live in Essex. I do, yes. Um, however you grew up. I grew up in Kent, right? So Kent, right. South East London. Yeah, but you, border. as you live in Essex now, you default on this series. So now it's Essex. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I just saw a sign on the way here. It's uh, in, coming into Grey's. There's a sign for the beach. Yeah. Is there a is there a beach? Yeah, uh, I say a beach. It, it's like <laughs> it's where the sea wall is. I mean, there's no sand there. Okay. Like there's kind of shopping trolleys nice. and, uh, and and a kind of. Faint whiff of piss. British inside But there's not like a kind of big park thing that's got like water, like um, like not a water feature, but like all kind of things where kids can run around in them and stuff like that. Oh and, yeah. Right. But uh, I think they cut the water off and then some vandal smashed it about two years ago and it's just been left. So it's fucked. So uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, yeah, so... I want, you live in Leon C, mate. I oh, wouldn't rush to Grave Beach, mate. You've got it right. You've got the best bit right where you are. <laughs> That's what someone said the other day. I mentioned it in a... I did a gig in South End, and I went... I said, and I was I was knocking it. I went, yeah, but I live in... I was knocking... Yeah, someone was renting a house, and I took the piss. And I went, well, I live in Lee, and they all went, ooh. I went, no, I'm renting as well. I was not... <laughs> I ain't buying down there, am I? So, okay, yeah, so I'm from Essex now. <laughs> all right, well, like, you're in because you live there on default, yeah. Right. Lovely. Right, so the question, the first track for your playlist, which is, as I've mentioned in the intro already, um, all of these will be available to listen to on Richie's um, Spotify playlist if you just go and search for Off The Beaten Track Podcast. So I asked you for the song with the greatest intro. Yeah. And a uh, bit greedy, went for two. <laughs> uh, so Mate, I could have given you a dozen. This so, is... <laughs> so what, go on then, what, 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 
you can have them both. You can throw All them right. both in there. So, well, I'm gonna go. I go because there's been. Oh, they made there's so many down the down the ages, isn't there? Like classic. Yeah. So I went for one a bit more modern. I went for a Kasabian underdog. Okay. Because it's such a it's a it's it's massive. Yeah. And I use it as walk on music at gigs a lot of the time because there's because it, it you feel like a proper rock star. Yeah. Because it starts, and as I walk out, the guy on the on the sound just goes, "Angel, give it up for your for your compare this evening, Mr. Yeah. Rich Wilson." And as it, as I hit the stage, it goes boom, and then all yeah. the lights come up, yeah. and you feel like a <laughs> brilliant. I feel like, in my head, I feel like I feel like Liam Gallagher. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it, it so yeah for me that yeah underdog. Nice, Kasabian. Nice. I tell you what, when I I spent a few years up and down the country DJing um, with. Uh, the guy that played Jane in between us. Oh yeah, and he set. He started his set with that every right, night. Right, that was yeah. his, his one hour DJ set. Always kicked off with with Kasabian. It's huge. Underdog. It's a huge song. Are you are you a Kasabian fan? Yeah, um, I kind of uh, West Ryder Pauper. What was it called? That that I think it was their th- third album. Yeah, because you had the first one, then you had Empire, then you had. So yeah, I've been a fan of theirs for a long time, and then I went off. They went off the board a bit in the middle, but their last album's really good. Really I, I like this. This I saw the video, the single that had Stephen um, Graham and Noel Fielding. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I thought yeah, that was yeah. a pretty yeah. decent single. I, I dipped out I, when I heard Empire, the, the, the single. I thought that sounded to me like they'd they had a, a they'd written a verse and they'd written a chorus that they couldn't fit in anything else. So they just cut and pasted them together right, for yeah, that single yeah, Empire. Yeah. I thought it didn't it didn't work and. Uh, I remember, because I think Kasabian were one of them bands that they got signed a long, long time before they put anything out. Okay. And the label sat on them. Yeah. I think there was some kind of sort of discussion that there might be like a baggy reunion, like oh, a revival, sorry. Right, right, right. And, and I know they sat on Kasabian for ages. Okay. And then they, I remember they released, I think it was Reason is Treason was the, the first single. And I think it was, it was Club Foot that, Clubfoot I mean, was a one. That's, that's yeah, got a good yeah, start. Yeah. When that yeah. drops, that that oh, mate. fucking drops. That's huge. Like, yeah. And I see him at V that year, like on one of the small stages, and and I'm not a Kasabian fan as such, but live they were fucking yeah. awesome. He's a yeah. great frontman. Oh mate, I saw them. I saw Oasis in their last gigs at Wembley. And Kasabian were on before that. They blew Oasis off the stage. Really? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Oasis a few times, and they would, they always left me a bit cold, to be honest, later on. I wish I'd seen them when they were a bit smaller. Well, I saw them at Cliff's Pavilion right, in yeah. South End, and they released that as a video by yeah, the sea. Yeah, that's right, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, throwing people throwing two pence Peter's shoes yeah, in, wasn't it? <laughs> and uh, supported by the Verve. Yeah, and, uh, massive. And they made the video for... Rock and Roll Star, the American release, that yeah. afternoon. So oh, you, wow. you, we, 100 of us got T-shirts and we got to go in early. Wow. And uh, See, that is when I wish I'd seen them. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was it was kind of exciting then because Oasis were like, they were like the yeah. newest, most explosive thing in music for years at yeah, that point. Man. And for me, I think they're a good band. And But I when I go and see a band live... yeah. I, I, I like a little bit of performance. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. And they're, they're, they're static, aren't they? Yeah, and, and that's all right in a small club. Yeah. Because I saw them at the Roundhouse in Camden, and they were brilliant. Yeah. Because it was small and, you know... It's a great sound yeah, in there as great well. great sound. But seeing them... I saw them at Glastonbury. I saw that year, that year when um, Liam came out in a white parker. Right. The Kings of Leon had been on before them, and Kings of Leon wiped the floor with them. Yeah. They were amazing. And that's before Kings of Leon turned into... Fucking Genesis, <laughs> and they they become static as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing Kings of Leon uh, uh, again at V, and and they literally just didn't move. Yeah. And then I saw them at Hyde Park a few years ago. Um, we just went up for a down the piss and watched a, a load of bands, and uh, and literally, I sound like a right fucking indie snob here. But, <laughs> I love this. But them first couple of albums were fucking. On the money. Oh, I mate, their first one, Youth and Young Manhood, yeah. was, is something yeah. else. Molly's Chamber is a tune. California, uh, California. not dreaming. Uh, is it waiting? Waiting. Yeah. Oh, the cow in there. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's brilliant. But the whole crowd was just geezers and, and, their, and their birds that were just holding out for you, oh, somebody, and mate. sex on fire. I can't stand those and, songs. 
And, and I just thought, oh, God. And we, we literally left about three quarters of the way through. It was just like, that you could tell the band weren't into it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is a bit flat. Uh, oh, uh, mate. But that, for me, underdog by Kasabian. And I think as well, there's part of it, because no one knows, I'm not being arrogant or anything like that, but no one knows who I am. So when you walk out and then you have a good gig, it's they like people, a lot of people are like, oh, who's this guy? I never heard of him before. Yeah. So there's that because it's called Underdog as well. Yeah, I, yeah, oh, yeah has cool, a bit yeah. of that. It just fits. It's a, yeah. such a great song. Yeah, man. So did, is that a big thing for comedians to have like a walkout song? Um, it depends where you are. It's if it, they use, usually use that one for me when I'm up the creek. Yeah, because that's I, I feel that's like my that's like doing a gig in my living room. Cause that's yeah. where I started out, and I know everybody and the guys are the guys doing the sounds. You know. Like, like my mates so yeah yeah, yeah yeah but there's been other places where they've gone oh, what what do you want and you know, I'll stick that on yeah and then I'll, I'll go yeah just put that and then just when I get to the just I'll announce me as I walk out it sounds wanky it sounds no, so no, wanky it's not, it's not, it's not it does it sounds like, like shit oh, because it's only like a de- you know for me it's like it's like a band or it's you know when I was in bands we always wanted to play the most explosive hook yeah ridden song first because yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. pull in the ones pull that don't in. know yeah, you are yeah, yeah. and the same with DJing you know you, you're not going to start with a slowy are you you're going to go straight in and you want to hook them and That's get right. them like prick their ears so yeah, man. Oh, it's not wanky at all <laughs> so you went for you had yeah. you, you stuck two in here Rich so what was the other one Small uh, Small Faces Tin Soldier um, I think because I used to be a bit of a mod I got into that late as well it was sort of um, it's sort of early 2000 I always I was always keen on the mod side of things I like my favourite film when I was a kid was Quadrophenia yeah um, but it wasn't until later on I was, I was living in I was living down in Kent and there was a I drove past this place and it said mod night on a Thursday and I started going down there and getting in with all the mod people um, and it was tall, yeah small faces toy, tin so, soldier so what was the music at the mod night was it Northern Soul was it Soul was it it was a lot of Northern Soul it was a lot of 60s stuff Um and that was, I started coming away from that because then they were like, oh, well, you know, you can't be listening to this, you can't be listening to that. Oh, you're an Oasis mod. And then separating it. And I'm like, yeah. no, I don't need that. I don't need, I should be able to wear what I want. I think, oh, you know, like acid jazz was like the hip hop, but with a mod element to it. Yeah. You know, it was a mishmash of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of soul, bit of the, and that's, and that's more me. I'm more, I don't really stick to yeah. genres or anything. If it's good, it's good. I'll have a listen. Uh, that's, that's the thing we've, with anything like, you know, with skinhead culture, with, with mod culture and that, like, it should be there to be enjoyed and not, yeah, not yeah, be something yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that exclusive. But yeah. I think the, the, the purists, you know, yeah, they'll pull you apart for the way that your T-shirt stitched. Oh, or like, mate, the amount know. of arguments I had, oh, you've got to do your top button up. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, the way, you, the way you wear, a gentleman wears his suit, top button always, middle sometimes, bottom never. And you're yeah. like, oh, mate. Is Donald Trump's going to get us all blown up in our bed soon. <laughs> Doesn't matter what cravat I'm wearing. Doesn't matter that I'm wearing yeah. it with a pair of shell toes. Chill out, man. So, well, well, that, yeah. I guess that kind of mod revival thing, it, you know, I, I think when the Britpop thing happened, all of a sudden, Damon and that are wearing Fred Perry's. That's right, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, Ben Sherman and stuff like that. It all started to kind of resurface a little bit. And obviously they were make, you know, Loads of nods to the faces and the kinks and things right. like that. Yeah, well, I think that's where it all. Because my dad, my dad's record collection was something else. And growing up, I was always surrounded by the Beatles. Not the Beatles, because my dad hated them. There was one album that my mum bought him, <laughs> the White Album. He hated the Beatles. But it was always Stones, Dylan, all this cool stuff that I used to listen to secretly because I didn't. It wasn't cool back when I was a kid. Yeah. So anyone now that's going, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I was listening to. Highway 51 revisited yeah. or whatever it is. No, you weren't. You weren't. No. You listen to Go West. Don't well, talk bollocks. That's that's good because, like I say, you're the fourth one I've recorded. I don't know. I think I'm not sure it's gonna be the fourth one to be released, but but that's yeah. neither in or there. However, the ones that I've recorded so far, no one has come in and gone like, yeah, I was uh, listening to uh, you know yeah, right, something right, right. fucking like, like they were seven years old listening to John Peel, and it was like. <laughs> It never fucking happened. No, you were Do you know what I mean? It never happened. <laughs> nah. 
Uh, um, it was around, like I say, all those records were around. And my dad gave them to me recently. He gave me the whole, he went, look, these are just sitting in the room upstairs. Yeah. So he's given me his vinyl collection and it's something else, man. But when I was a kid, I'd listen to it secretly. Yeah. Because I was embarrassed to say yeah. I'm listening to The Doors. Yeah. I'd hide it from my mates when they came round and stuff. That's fucking that. crazy, isn't it? It wasn't until later on. It wasn't until like the late 80s when the Stone Roses and the Monday. It was the Happy Mondays for me that changed that. Where they went... You know, they were talking about, like, yeah, Carl Denver was this, like, country singer. Yeah. And then he was talking... Then there was a story came out about someone walked into a studio and Sean Ryder's in there in the dark on his own. And he's got... He's off his head and he's got You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate on a loop. <laughs> and I'm like, well, these are bands I shouldn't be... Li- yeah. I've, ne- I've been... You shouldn't be listening to. It's yeah. like, it weren't cool. But all of a sudden, these cool dudes, these... Yeah. They were going, oh, yeah, Dylan, man. Oh, yeah, The Stones. Yeah, this, that and the other. Primal Scream. Things like that going, oh, you got to listen... This is where it all comes from. And yeah. so that that opened the floodgates for me. Yeah. Going back, that's when I started to listen to The Doors properly. And, and then The Doors movie and dropped and, mate, and then all yeah. of a sudden everyone loved The Doors, didn't Yeah, they? man. Well, like, my dad, I remember my dad, one of my dad's decorating albums. You know, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They got, there, was, there was Frampton Comes Alive and then The, the, the Doors' first album and the last waltz, the, the, the band yeah. uh, uh, concert. And, uh, as soon as those albums, as soon as those albums started, you go, yeah, get out of the way, Dad's decorating. <laughs> it's like That's some solid records, though. Oh, mate, I've, re- I've been really lucky, really lucky growing up. Um, I remember when I was a kid, Mum and Dad would go. They got into reggae, sort of late seventies, because my mum comes from Brixton, and you'd end up in a record shop that was just a door. Right, it wasn't like a window thing, like, and they take it. We're only little, my brother and I. And then there's these massive Rastafarians in there, and there's weed, the smell of weed was everywhere. Mum and Dad are listening to these, buying these records. That's so fucking. Mate, great. I've been, re- I have been really lucky, really lucky with my mum and dad. They're very cool. Oh, my mum was into Cliff Richard, and there you uh, go, man. And I think the only conversation I ever had with my dad about music was him saying, "Yeah, I understand." Get yourself a trade, son. <laughs> I mean, that was... Music's for girls. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Um, all right, well, look, um, I mean, I can't, I'd be amazed if anyone had never heard Tin Soldier by the small places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a fucking classic. I love the way it builds. I love the way it starts off. And then it, there's a break of like a second where the music stops for like a beat and it just it goes down. down, yeah. down and it comes back in and that sends yeah. the hairs in the back of yeah. my neck up. Yeah, what a band. Yeah, man. What a band. Very ashamed that he died when he did. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Yeah. So, for track two, Rich, I've asked you um, to let me know what, what was the first song you remember hearing that, had, yeah. that actually had an emotional impact on you. Yeah, you know, oh, I see. Because I, I remember when I was a kid, the Beach Boys, Good Vibrations, was always on mm. for some reason. It was always around. It was even on the radio. It was, a, it was on... Was on somewhere, which is weird because I wasn't. No one around me was a Beach Boys fan. Yeah. I'm not even particularly a yeah. big fan of this, but I think one of the first songs I ever heard was was "Good Vibrations" by the Beach Boys. So when I hear that, that kind of sends me back to when I was a kid running yeah. around like the summer of '76 when it was like the heat wave, and so I remember that. But um, uh, emotionally, blimey, I remember the first time I got heartbroken, and yeah. it was George Michael, "Careless Whisper." Oh, mate. Oh, mate. What, what a song the soundtrack <laughs> that's perfect yeah and I, I'm a big fan of George Michael hello I've interrupted the podcast again haven't I sorry it won't take a sec all I want to say is the songs that we're talking about in this podcast if we can't play them it's just because of the regulations regarding I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Playing licensed music and such. So if you want to hear the songs, just go over to Spotify and search off the beat and track podcast and you can listen to all the songs because i've put playlists up for each of these if you can't find it on there i'll send links on all the social media accompanying each episode so you've just got to press that one button and you can go through and you can enjoy all the songs that our guest picks anyway i'll shut up get back to the podcast see you on the other side i was um i really like watching top of the pops yeah yeah and yeah. uh obviously back in the day but on the iplayer you can watch yeah all the old Top of the Pops, and uh, so I was literally watching some this morning, and uh, and they had George Michael on there, and uh, it, it was it was Wham actually, it was I'm, I'm your man, and and I was watching it and I was thinking, how is he dead? Like, I know. I mean, it, isn't it mad? I mean, that was just that come from nowhere, didn't it? And that yeah. just like and and I watched this. This, did you watch the documentary thing that come out? No, I've heard about it. I've heard it's Fucking hell, which is so good. And he's he's on there, and uh, and, and and there's there's some like there's, there's fucking knobheads like James Corden on there, like yeah. talking about him because obviously it was skitty done for the comic relief, thing, which right. was great. Yeah, yeah. But um, but then you got Liam on there and Elton yeah. John, and, and they're going right. This is and Liam's going. This is. This could be a fucking John Lennon record, and he just puts on "Praying for Time." Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when you hear "Praying for Time" and you bear that in mind, you think, "Fuck me, that could be a John Lennon record." Yeah, man. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a fucking tune that yeah. is. Like, oh mate, George Michael knew how to write a song. Yeah, he really did. And it, and I don't, I don't feel embarrassed at all about. I genuinely was. That was out of because there was a lot of deaths that year, weren't there? Celebrity yeah. deaths. I think that was the one that genuinely hit me the hardest because like you say it was like how how is that how is I mean we all knew he was troubled yeah but you, have you have you been up to where he lived no. in Hampstead I used to live I used to live in Crouchen down the road and you'd walk up the hill and outside his house is this little green and it is covered in flowers and pictures and little shrines to yeah. him candles and stuff like that yeah. outside his house and that's been yeah. there since since he died and it's amazing how many people that are he affected and 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 the thing as well that that people overlook, like when, when you've got that kind of media perception of what is rock and roll, you know, yeah. like Keith Richards, Fran Telly's through the fucking window yeah, and all yeah, of that. Yeah. In the last ten years of his life, no one was more rock and roll than him. <laughs> sticking his car through a shot window. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, literally, sticking his yeah. knob through a fucking glory hole <laughs> to a copper, then making a fucking video about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, To own it's it. It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> like, oh, you know. They don't talk about it in those ways. They talk about it in like a sad... I mean, it is sad. Of course it is. Yeah. It is troubled. Yeah. But the, maybe they will in years to come when, they, when, when it's not as raw. Yeah. Maybe... Because you don't know with the stuff with Keith Moon back then when they talk about him driving the car into yeah. the swimming pool, maybe, maybe at the time it was like that fucking idiot. Yeah, what a knobhead. And it's yeah. only later on, like the uh, the romance of it, of course, sort of comes out. Of course, so maybe, yeah, maybe that'll happen. Yeah, didn't he throw himself out of a car as well, like out of his mind on like the M1 or something like that? Oh, that what, that Keith was one Moon. of the no, oh, George, George Michael. Michael did yeah, he? yeah, it was one of the sort of latter um, oh, Jesus. bats of. Uh, I mean, he was doing all sorts, wasn't he? It wasn't yeah. just weed, it was everything, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he was just, he was so, just a, I don't know, just a sad, he was just sad in some wasn't he? Yeah. Which is a real shame, so, he was so talented. And I, and I remember at school, like, Wham were a girls' band. They were, right? yes. And, and it was one of them bands that all the girls, like, when I started secondary school, like, all the girls were, like, into Wham. And, like, and I think Careless Whisper had come out and so it was, it was all about George by then. Yeah. And, uh, and it was one of them things that, I liked Wham, but I couldn't tell anyone. Never told anyone. Like, Mate, you know. I know all the words to Wham rap. <laughs> <laughs> and I surprise myself when it comes on. Word for word, 
Yeah, I couldn't have said it at school and I got the shit kicked out of me. I purposely didn't say anything when you said that because when I do the little video snapshot to oh, advertise yeah. this podcast, that's the fucking sandbite <laughs> oh, right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Bang on, mate. Oh, brilliant. So, going back to you know, sort of growing up and stuff. Yeah. Um, whereabouts, where was you born? Well, I was born in Bromley in, right. in Kent. We're sort of on the Kent, South East London yeah, border. Like yeah. one end of Bromley's like BR or whatever. And the other end is like it'd be SE something, so it's right in the middle. And what sort of yeah. is it? Is it like a working class area? Yeah, it's a bit of a mixture actually. Like it's like most small sort of satellite towns to yeah. London. It's it's half of it's there's a very, there's a massive sort of working class element to it, and then there's a there's a there's a posher middle class end up yeah. the other end. But I was sort of I was it's like, like that program in between us. I'm so, I was always like that. I kind of. Growing up, I knew the cool kids, but I knew the I knew everyone else as yeah, well. Yeah, I kind of just went between everybody. Yeah. Um, and we were, you know, we weren't we weren't poor, but we weren't. My dad was a civil servant, so it's quite a middle class job. But my mum was very working class. She worked in a bakery. I think it was called Tip Top Bakery back then in Alpington. So I kind of grew up in those both those worlds of sort of lower middle yeah, know, working yeah, yeah. class, like a lot of us did. The lines were quite blurred. Um, so yeah, I wasn't rough. I don't think, but I went to, I grew up with rough people, and so I've, that that element, that sort of laddie, is you know, in order to survive, you kind of assimilate. I mean, using the word assimilate for fuck's sake, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not. Yeah, I grew up with those people, but I, you know, I kind of, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go. A lot of it was always like going out on the pool, going to see, you know, oh, we're going to get some birds, and I was like, ah, oh, there's a good band playing up the road, I'm going to see that, so. I'd go and see bands sneakily. I'll go and see them with my dad. Well, I'll get on to that. Yeah. Like a little bit later because I've got a few, a, a few things. So before we get to kind of that, yeah, the, them them latter years of of, of, of growing up, um, I want to sort of go back to school now. And, and for yeah. track three, I asked you to, to to pick a song that reminds you of your your school days. And uh, and there's some there's some crackers here, mate. Oh, mate, it was a time. I never enjoyed school. I wasn't very academic. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. You know, it was it was usual. I remember I there was a lot of bullying. It was an all boys school, so there was a lot of bullying. I'd oh get, really? Uh, yeah. Like, was, so I, I got bullied, and then because of that, I'd bully someone else. And it, it was there was a lot of because it was an all boys school as well. It was very it was very masculine, and so there was a couple of guys that were obviously like gay and things like that, and they got a lot of shit. And, and you don't realise so you leave school. And go, oh, that was a bit. Yeah, out of all Do you know, I had this conversation not that long ago. Like there, there was there was one guy in my year at, at school, and, and I think I well I left school in nineteen eighty eight. So yeah, so I started secondary school. Yeah, eighty three. Yeah, about the same. Yeah, and, uh, and 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 this guy just got terrorised. Yeah, because he was effeminate in, yeah, in the way yeah, that he carried yeah. himself. Yeah, and 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 he was. He was just a really fucking nice guy. Oh, but, mate, I know. But because he didn't fit the kind of mould that you're meant to fit That's at right. that school that I went to, literally, like, he just was terrorised for, like, yeah, five years. Yeah, yeah. And, you, oh, you know, and you just... I think, you know... I, I like to think that everybody's matured and, and you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're wise to know that what they've done was, was wrong. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's still a hell of a lot of people in this area that I live in that that, yeah. that would still subscribe to that. Oh, mate, the right. people I see on on Facebook and that that I used to know, and some of them, some of the things they say, like they're still they're quite racist and yeah. homophobic, and and you're like, oh, me, that's that was yeah. what we grew up in. Well, Grace, where, where we're recording now, has has long been a, a BMP stronghold until yeah, about the right. demise of that and uh, they, yeah. always, they always want a seat here and mate. Uh, it's fucking crazy mate like when um, who was the guy that was the, that was fronting that Nick oh and he went on question time yeah, and got yeah, mullered yeah I can't what was his name Nick I can't remember his name it was Nick though yeah yeah and People are going to be screaming at their radios now. And like, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I only apologise to Brett Goldstein. But, to to <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he went to ground and the press couldn't find him after. Like He, he got like slaughtered on, on question time. And then uh, 
I had the news on and and, uh, and they'd found him and yeah he was at Gray's working men's club oh just mate like, fucking hell it's a yeah it's quite a yeah always had a strong old round here which wow. is you know I think I was lucky I think it was like if I hadn't because although it was an all boys school and it wasn't very it wasn't very diverse either it was like I remember when I was a kid there was there was a guy uh, guy it was called Arahan Danji and he was my mate and then there was a guy called Ronnie Ford, and it was the, he was the only black guy in our school. Mm. And I was mates with him. And I think it's that I grew up, I, I had that because my mum's from Brixton, so mm -hmm. I was brought up very multicultural when I was growing mm. up. There was always part, oh, there's always parties outside in the like in the parks and that in Brixton. Yeah. And that's where I first heard the proper heavy dub yeah. on these speakers. It was big as a house. Big I, guess, I, was, I, was, I was about yeah, yeah, I was about five or six. And I remember playing with my cars in the dirt, just sat in front of these speakers yeah just having this bah, all day long yeah just, just going in hey, you'd be surprised how many people that we grew up with that didn't have that they didn't yeah. they weren't lucky enough to be yeah introduced to multicultural yeah. different things so their worldview is still very small and very um i don't know it comes it's, you know that sort of hatred that sort of hatred of things that are different i don't know if that comes from insecurity or definitely it's fear isn't yeah. it and like you know it's just what well, I think it's just sort of thrust upon you by you know older generations and 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 the you know and, and the media to some extent as well. And yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I like you say. I, I still see so many people that I grew up with ranting on about Tommy Robinson oh, and mate. stuff like yeah, that on social yeah, media. And I just yeah. think, fuck's sake, come on! I know he's like, an, uh, mate. If the most disgusting creature yeah. going that bloke. And you just think yeah. you? I think to myself. All of you lot got better exam results than me. On paper, you're smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why can't it you? Turns out you're the most clued up one of the lot. Yeah, you don't walk like I know. It's I'm not. This is a massive sweeping statement, but it's just from my point of view. You walk past the house and it's got Union Jacks hanging from the house. When there's no not well cut women, like you, you don't think, ah, oh, well they look. They're proud of their country. Yeah. Straight away you think, oh, I bet they're racist. Yeah. Like St George's flag hanging down on the. It's yeah. just. It's just unfortunate that for those that people that are of that uh, hate filled people have kind of taken those yeah, symbols, completely. haven't they? Completely. Yeah. yeah. So, so we didn't actually even mention any of the songs. No, we I know. We ran, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very difficult time. It's a very difficult time. So we're going to go back to uh, to, to them, them them school times. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. Well, at school. See, because again, I went. I wasn't sure because I gave. I put three across. Yeah, but it's good so, because you've yeah. given a bit of a kind of cross section of uh, uh, when I say school days. I think when I wrote the question, I, I presumed sort of senior school and yeah. But but then it, I, I should have made that more specific because I can see from just on the time scale of the songs that you've you picked here. Yeah. That you've pretty much soundtracked. Well, it's that, that's what I said to you before. Yeah. It's sort of, my life has just it's been music since I can remember. Yeah. When I was a kid, we drove like my dad had this van, and we drive around in this van, and we drive. I remember being in, one of the earliest memories was being down in Brighton, and he had this little uh, radio, and it had something he'd have, he'd have like he'd have like cassettes on and things like that, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack and things like that, or we'd have the radio on. And I remember hearing Eaton Rifles by the Jam. I was sat in a car park in Brighton. The sun was going down. I'm just sat on the back of the van with the doors open, and it would have been. And so eating rifles just come out, and I remember thinking, oh, "I like that," but I was only a kid. It was yeah. tiny, but just thinking, you know, and it just yeah. sort of stuck with me. So, it's music's just always been there, and it's you sound like such a wanker if you go, "Oh yeah, my first record I bought was the Jam." Yeah, and it wasn't. You're lying, but yeah, yeah, eating rifles when I was a kid, but I didn't put it on the list. What I put on the list, so I was a big Level Forty Two fan. Right, when I was a kid. Do you know what? Right, Rich, I'm gonna. I'm a nerd for music, mm. and and I'm generally a pretty good person to have on a team in a music quiz. Yeah, right. I didn't know that was level 42. What, the sun goes down? Yeah. Oh, and I knew man. that song, obviously a minute earlier, I was like, of course, I've heard this yeah, a million times. Yeah, yeah. And I never knew it was level 42. Nah, it's and, very uh, different. I feel it's very different to everything else. Yeah, I mean, that is, for me, I'm probably going to really upset all the purists, but that is jazz funk soul. Proper, like, yes. You know, and... Yeah, man. And that is what that sounds like, whereas your yeah. traces and your something about you oh, and mate. lessons well, in love was, yeah. well, they become more of a pop band then. Exactly. Uh, and that's why, because there was Phil, Phil and Boone Gould, who were the brothers in the band. <clears throat> and then when they got, they released World Machine in like 85. And then after that, 
they were like, they were, you know, Mark King, they were, they were like, I want to start making some money, like, you know, and so they were like, well, go, you need to go down the pop route, yeah, which is what Liam, um, Boone and Phil didn't want to do, so they were like, no, this isn't the band we we want. You know, yeah. They released Running in the Family, oh, yeah. which is such a pop, yeah, 80s pop yeah. album, and they were like, nah, this is not what we want to do, that's yeah. why they left. And then Mark King and Mike Lindup went up. Went Who off was Mike? The, the, the Mike was player. a keyboard player, yeah. yeah. And I was a huge Level 42 fan. So I was like, I bought everything of theirs on yeah. vinyl. Looking back now, you listen to some of it, it's like, oh, it sounds awful. Oh, I thought you should say looking back is so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I should have had that, mate. I that, mate. Oh, God. Well, no, you smashed that. You smashed that. That's amazing. It was. <laughs> See, that's my brain doesn't work like that. Because at a gig, and I'll, I'll think that way. Yeah. Because I'm not at a gig. Yeah. My brain's like, no, no, we're talking about music now. So my brain separates it. Oh, that's funny, man. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Level forty two. I was a big fan. I just get the piss taken out of me as well mm. for that. Well, I had them written on my bag and shit like that. And I mean, I, I, I remember. Like, um, it, it, it was. You know, what was it, 85, like, was I 11? And like, oh, I loved Level 42. Yeah, it was like, yeah. you know, they were they were on top of the pops every week. They and, were, yeah. And in the mid-80s, they were massive. And Lessons in Love, Something About You, and yeah. uh, Running the Family. They were really solid pop songs. Yeah, man. And, you know, I think as you get older, you, you look back and you think, oh, well, I probably wouldn't go back. But when you hear them songs, they still evoke their memories right. of them times, don't they? Yeah, and, man. And, yeah. The album... The, the album that for me of theirs is called Standing in the Light and that's what The Sun Goes Down is on. Mm. That's a really, it's still an album, that's still an album I'll go back to and yeah. if you don't, if you want to just listen to, I suppose it's comfort as well. Yeah, like yeah, If you yeah, feel definitely. a bit shit, it reminds you of better days yeah. or nicer days so you put that on. But The Sun Goes Down is still, I put that on and even my lads, my lads are 20 and 26 and they were like, oh, this is a tune dad. It is it's, a it's out of everything they've ever done, I mean, The yeah. Sun Goes Down, everybody goes, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. proper that is. Yeah, yeah. So that I think mean, that would be the one for me. So, do you want to get the other two in as well? Yeah. Well, I'll put the Damned New Rose because okay. the first band I ever went to see was the Damned, and that was only and not because of I was I was too young for punk. But my dad and I used to, my dad used to let me watch the young ones when I was a kid. Like it was like his treat. Yeah. He's like, yeah, all right, if you're really good, you can stay up yeah. and you can watch the young ones. And I remember we were sat there and the Damned were on the young ones. These mad looking. Yeah, there was this their goth stage as well. So Dave Vaney comes out like yeah. this vampire. Oh, mate, it was exactly the same for me. Wow, mate, and it was my. I remember my dad and I were just open mouth going, "What is that? What song did they do? Nasty, nasty. Yeah, was that it's the one with Alexis Sales, a vampire? It was like a. Yeah, it was called. Uh, what was the episode called? It was called Nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was called Nasty, yeah. and it was the one where they kept banging on about getting a video. Oh, oh have we got a video? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that for me was that you know one of the highlights. It's a turning point in my but, in my life. And what a platform the young ones was for bands. Yeah. It was like I mean obviously that they were established bands already, but Madness, Madness were, were on there. Yeah, Madness, Motorhead, Motorhead. Yeah, that man. scene where they're playing the Ace of Spades. Yeah, and Viv, they're running for the train for University uh, right. Challenge, aren't yeah, they? And yeah, Viv yeah. stops at the at the little kiosk gets a donut shoves it all in his mouth and just flicks the V and fucks off <laughs> just incredible uh, and that, when he loses when Abe Edmondson loses his head on the train <laughs> Abe Edmondson recently tweeted it was a picture of a train window with it half down and brilliant I think and it was something like so tempted those who know know <laughs> oh, something like that he's like yeah man because the young ones was pivotal when we were kids I mean at that point, you know, had you, you, you know, you said that at school you was a bit of an in-betweener. Yeah. You know, you, you, know, you, you, you said that you, you was bullied. Like, did, was you already trying to be funny? A kind of No, never. I was quite shy. I was very shy, actually. I never, I never, I was never the class clown. Because I know people that, I've, I've seen them recently, actually, that were the, they were the funny ones in school. And they, um. Yeah, I was never, I was always quite low key. You know, I was getting bullied. I was bullying someone else. It was all, it was just a, a mash-up of awfulness, really. Yeah. And, and um, so, but I didn't, I didn't react to that in, with comedy. I could make people laugh and I used to enjoy it, but that was my mates, my close mates. Yeah. So it wasn't until later on that you know, I realised I could do it. Yeah. Yeah, but 
Oh, right, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll pick up on that in a yeah, bit. So mate. you got one more song from school. Which, so I imagine this must have been just as you was leaving school. Just as we were leaving school. This was when it was... When I first heard this, it took my head off. Yeah. My mate gave me the cassette and he went, he went, just go and listen to this. He goes, but don't let your mum and dad hear it. Yeah. So I've gone home and I put the headphones on. It was Fuck the Police yeah. by NWA. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. I'd never heard anything like it in yeah, my life. It's a bomb right now. Yeah. You just, holy shit. I was with a guest that's actually going to be the episode before this one, I believe, Destruction, yeah. uh, who's, who's one of our, our DJs. And, um, and he used to do the record scratching and, and won the DMC championships yeah, when right. he was like 17 or 18. So at school, yeah. like, I won't say too much. I want people going to listen to that episode, but um, he uh, he had turntables and right. and where we lived, like he lived in Tilbury and I lived in Graves, and and you could get the ferry over at Gravesend. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, we used to get the ferry over there because there was a record shop over there, escaping what it was called. And I remember, like I was at that point probably eight, yeah, you know, I was listening to Alexander O'Neill, yeah, 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 as we all were, and yeah, cameo yeah. And, and stuff like that. Oh, know. mate, world up. And like, first gig I ever went to, Cameo. No, yeah. massive. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and and he bought these two, two 12 inches, because he bought two of everything because he was a DJ and he right, was, he'd yeah. cut them up. And, uh, and he went, oh, what's this? He went, oh, it's called Strata Compton, you've got to hear it. Right, and we went yeah. back to, to his house and he had Citronic. Remember Citronic? Oh, yeah, made yeah, the yeah. Tandy's home brand. Wow. He had Citronic decks, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. And he just dropped Strata Compton. And yeah. the minute you hear them horns, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fucking hell. Because I love Public Enemy. Yeah. But I'd never had anything that hard. No, no, no. Like, and that aggressive. Yeah. Like, you know, Chuck D was aggressive, but fucking... You know, easy. He's telling you he's gonna fuck your sister and yeah. fucking kill your mum. Like, I kept. I remember pulling the headphones tighter under my ears in case the sound came out. Not my mum and dad approved, but it was, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, because it was it was massive. Yeah, that all that was just. Yeah. It really just took the. It just took your head off, didn't yeah. it? Massively. Yeah, massive. Yeah, mate. That, I mean, you know, like you say, public enemy as well. Um, welcome to the terror, dome, mate. Oh God, just. Just it was just, a, and they were from a world that I mean, you and I, we say, oh, we grew up. It was a bit rough. Yeah, nothing compared to what these guys had to yeah, fight yeah, with. I know yeah. I was getting shot on street corners, and yeah. there wasn't any. There was no gang culture to yeah. speak of. Yeah, it was all. It was just something else, you know. Like, yeah, fuck, and it was so. It was exciting. Of course, it was. Yeah. It was, you know, it's something that that isn't available where you live. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, these. This is like. Scary and you know, you know, and nasty and dangerous, yeah. and it's like well, it's the first time you heard about Compton, of course, and, and it like, was it sounded awful, you know, like, yeah. It, 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 it eclipsed the Bronx because you yeah, grew up watching films right. about the Bronx. Yeah. That was the scariest place <laughs> in America, wasn't it? You know, that is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember, and I think that got me started on. I always liked a bit of hip hop, you know, like the single, the main singles yeah. that would come out that I knew about. But I think that got me started on. Made me delve, delve a bit deeper and yeah, things like yeah. that, and um, yeah, likewise. You know what I mean? It was, it was, and that opened my eyes to to a lot more. Yeah, a lot of stuff that side of things. Um, uh, who was it? Who was it that did um, "Back by Dope Demand"? When it EPMD uh, was it? No, what were they called? I can't remember. What they were oh God, um, it was. Ah, uh, mate, I knew it. "Back by Dope Demand," but "Back by Dope Demand," and it was by. Have I got it on here? King B. King B. That's it. I knew I'd heard it this morning. So I was researching, mate. Doing a bit of work. King B, back nice. by Dope Demand. That's a good one. And then you find out that that's Herbie Hancock, Wiggle Waggle, or whatever it is. Right, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Know that. So, then, so then you're listening to these. That's the thing with hip-hop. You're listening to these songs, and then someone goes, oh, well, that's a sample of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then you go and go. And then so you started finding out about Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Not just Rocket, but yeah. other stuff that he'd done. With this same guy uh, that... that, that um, Bought them copies of Strata Compton. Yeah. He was like, have you heard... Because um, obviously we all knew... Um, oh, fucking hell. What's the first ever big hip-hop record? Uh, and, and he went, have you ever heard Apache by the Incredible Bongo Beat Band? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh yeah, check it out. And like, and I was like, oh my God, yeah. Th- th- this is this is what they've sampled. And then he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, have you heard this? And I was like... And he was already at 17 going and buying... 
like finding these obscure breaks yeah, and, like, yeah, and samples yeah, yeah. And, 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 and going like, check this out, you know? Yeah. Like that was that was a Commodore's break, and I'm like, really? Yeah, like, man. Yeah, listen, I was like, wow. Isn't it amazing that oh. they had the imagination to yeah. do that? Well, that's how I found out about when Eminem did My Name Is. Yeah. And then someone went, yeah, well, that's just Labby Sifri. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? And then going back, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And then and that's one of my favourite songs. Yeah. Um, was it called? I can't remember what it's fucking called now. One of my favourite songs. Can't remember what it's called, but the Labby Sifri yeah. version. But then you've got the because it's like two songs together, isn't it? And mm-hmm. then the second section of that song. P did he took that yeah as for um was it Bad Boys for Life or whatever oh really yeah and that's how you discovered like we've like people nowadays a little while ago they were going oh well kids don't find out about old music they don't know about this because they're all computer games but my youngest son found out about music through Rockstar you know like the uh, yeah. they play like the guitar yeah. and things like that that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So he was finding yeah. out about the Guess Who and and people yeah. like that. So it's, if you're interested in it, you'll go and you'll yeah, go and yeah, search. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you describe it. It's by any means necessary, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. Like no, absolutely fantastic. Well, Rich, we've literally hit the. Are we at an hour? Wow. Where are we at? Forty-five minutes. So I reckon by the time I've top and tailed this with an intro and an outro, I reckon we should. Take a little break and make this one a two-parter. Okay, mate. Yeah? Yeah, happy with that. Let's do that then. Well, that had to happen, didn't it? We knew that we was going to have a proper chat. I knew when Rich came over, it was it was going to be one of them ones that was going to spiral. Uh, we're of the same age, obviously. We, we got the same music taste, so we was going to go off on one. So I won't really keep talking. Part two will be out. So go and check that out, and hopefully you enjoy part one. See you soon. It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whipping. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 